At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This episode of Nobody's Listening is brought to you by DrawYourPicture.com, where you can get just about anything drawn for pretty damn cheap. Check it out today. See what I've done for others. Do what I can give you. Also brought to you by Bluehost Hosting. Unlimited space, unlimited hosting, unlimited bandwidth. Check it out at www.nlcast.com slash Bluehost. And go to meeting. Woo! I got a bad feeling about this. Nobody's Listening, where we tell funny life stories and invite you to do the same. Hey, how you doing? This is Nobody's Listening, show where we tell the funny life stories, yours and ours, episode 165, brought to you the week of April 18th, 2011. I'm your host, James, and uh, with me, as always, is John, the Snowbird Steinklobber. How you doing, John? Wow, that is like the fastest introduction I've ever heard. Dude, I'm on like two hours of sleep for the 24-hour period that we are currently in, and there's two two things that I do. I either die and we don't do a show or I get really hyper and freak out and then die later, like pass out like a two year old child. Either way, you're going to die. That's true. Crap, man. You are awesome for doing this tonight, man. On behalf of the of everybody listening and myself, I'd like to say thank you. Well, and I'd like to apologize on behalf of all the real snowbirds who came all the way down from, <laughs> from Canada instead of just upper middle uh, Atlanta. Because, John, is it true that you have traveled, sojourned down um, I-75, and, uh, then to, and uh, you're in Florida with me somewhere? I am in Florida. You're not in my in fact, house, I'm, but you're within no. an hour and a half, maybe. I am within. I'm on the east side of Orlando. It's Winter, cr- spring. Stalkers! <laughs> Yeah, um, get there quick because he's not staying long. (laughs) If you're going to kill him, do it tonight. Uh, You better be in the chat room live. I'm just down the street from Dr. Quest and Norwegian Girl Stalkers. Sweet. (laughs) They're looking through your window, John. Turn around. I thought I saw him. Turn around, bright eyes. Um, Every now and then I get a... Belinda Carlisle, is that who it was? She's awesome. Except she has the name of a chicken. Anyway. Carlisle? Belinda. Belinda sounds like a chicken name. I don't know why. Belinda. It sounds like a fat yeah, chicken. Anyway, uh, point is, this is the show where we tell funny life stories, yours and ours. And I called John the Snowbird because he did travel down to Florida. And the reason why that's important, because if you're hearing this before Thursday night of this week, Thursday night would be the 21st. Uh, the 21st, this Thursday night, we are going to be hooking up, meeting up, doing a little tweet up, a little podcast up, whatever up you want to say, up yours, over at <laughs> Downtown Disney in Orlando, Florida. We're going to be meeting up around 6, 7 o'clock, somewhere in there, maybe at the Disney store, maybe, maybe, we don't know. But we're trying to get some people together. Follow us on Twitter for more information, Jay Steinklobber over on Twitter.com or NLCast, and we'll get all the particulars worked out. But so far, it looks like I've got at least one guy coming from St. Pete uh, that actually goes to my church and, and found out about his huge fan, wants to meet you and your family, and possibly cool. buy one of your children. So it's going okay. to be awesome. I can arrange that. Ooh, new Lego store opens tomorrow. Dr. Quest is on top of things. That's right. So there's a Lego store there, and it's brand new, and we're going to be able to check it out live. It'll be like our own yeah. little nerd-tacular. Scott Johnson is yes. awesome but dude I, I wish i could go to that no joke anyway off topic we always start with a uh opening song this one is submitted to us by a listener and always feel free to send such things to uh james at nlcast.com this one comes to us from cooch it's called the aggressive b by mc mr napkins random as heck and the song is great yeah 
I have this porch in my apartment where I like to sit outside and write my rhymes. It's not a bad place to work, but there's this bee with a nest nearby that always flies up in my face while I'm writing. Yo, I call him Bee. Aggressive Bee. He flies at me. Aggressively. <laughs> he seems to like to mess with me. With fear I see. The aggressive bee. Check it out now. Yes, sirree. Don't think less of me. But I'm afraid of the aggressive bee. Especially when he attacks. And I'm just minding my own beeswax. I try to freeze and breathe deeply. Try to wait out the bee till he leaves me. But he won't let me be. So I get to let me be bee heebie jeebies. Got my defenses up. My teeth clenched. My whole body tenses up. Should I sing Roxanne or something? Because that little jerk is all about sting. Does he buzz? Sure he does. He's furious. I'm serious. Not a joke for your funny bone. He's the Attila, the Hana, the honeycomb. There is a pair of wings on the fellow and a ring of black and a ring of yellow and he gets me wound tight like a string on a cello he makes me want to freaking yell and bellow because he is the what aggressive b oh he flies at me huh? aggressively yo i guess he'll be the death of me in my Levi's, the aggressive bee flies from his hive and dives at me. No jive, he isn't terrified of me, and it's kind of a surprise to me, because he's like 1,000 the size of me. Teeny, have a pollen, teeny, chill yourself. If you sting me, you'll kill yourself. That ain't worth it, kiddo. You don't want to make your queen a yellow and black widow. That's not what I want Genius. for you. See, the truth is, bee, I'm fond of you, and I feel a bit of a bond with you. Man, I even wrote this song for you. But even if I made the bee appear sweeter, I'm not trying to be his cheerleader. His hostility is excessive. The bee's aggressive. The bee's aggressive. To be bees aggressive, that bees aggressive. To be bees aggressive, that bees aggressive. To be bees aggressive. He's B E E A G G R E S S I V E. He's the one aggressive B O. He flies at me aggressively. He says bees. He's the aggressive B. Check it out, y'all. There's a bear of wings on the fellow and a ring of black and a ring of yellow and he gets me around tight like a string on a cello. Bitch, you want to freaking do the bellow? Ho, put on the red light. <laughs> B, you don't have to put on the red light. Oh, he's the aggressive B. Genius. Right there, MC Mr. Napkins uh, off YouTube. We're going to have a link to it in the show notes at podcast.nlcast.com. So if you'd like to see that. It's just a white dude in a fro, though. You know? Whoa. Oh, man, we're so great. Where's hey, it going to go? Where's it going to go? I don't know. Turn off the lights and I'll glow. To the extreme, I rock a mic like a vandal. Light up stage and wax jump like a candle. Okay, it's time for this. The weekly updates. Man, weekly updates are very dangerous. Sandstorms. Sandstorms are very dangerous. I don't know why I have that in my head, but I've been talking about it all day. Stinking... Anakin, little Damn. boy, Sky Skywalker, warning <laughs> all the huts and everybody. Sandstorms are very, very dangerous. So anyway. Oh yeah. Okay. You must be an angel because you're beautiful. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm hitting on you, and I'm eight years old. <laughs> I just remember being creeped out. I was like, no, mm-mm. no, he's got an older brother somewhere. And his name's not really Anakin, but it was. It was him. Anyway, my weekly update for this week is about my son. My son is three years old, and I love him to death. He's awesome, and I love him even more after today because my son, um, many of you know, and if you don't know, then you will, is that uh, Homeboy didn't talk very much in uh, until recently because he, he turned out he had hearing problems. And we did some operating mm-hmm. on his uh, on his ears, cleared out some fluid and things, and basically we uh, we found that he started to talk and he's making up for lost time like mad. And not only is he developing his speech, he's developing the methods in which to use it properly and to make his dad proud, primarily to tease his sister and make jokes. Uh I've told you guys in the past about how he uh, mocks his sister about her fear of E.T., and uh, (laughs) well, now as he's beginning... Are you serious? He does that? Oh, dude, it is amazing. I thought that was just all you. No, dude, he's taking the lead. Like he'll, he'll, it'll be dark in the back and he'll just be like, Ooh, ET <laughs> or we'll be walking in, walking down a dark hallway and he'll just jump back and say, ET. And he'll look at a certain Sarah and she freaks her out, man. Totally freaks her out. <laughs> he tried to do it yesterday though. He was a little off his game. We were on the way home. It was full, full out bright outside and we were in the car and he's going, ET, ET. I said, dude, it's gotta be dark. Nobody's scared. Not even Jenny he goes, Oh, but anyway, Oh, 
<laughs> so today, though, uh, he, he, as he's beginning to string together sentences, he's using these skills for evil, which I approve. You know, if you can be bad without sinning, be bad. And that's the motto in my family. And he definitely is stretching it to new extremes. But today, while we were eating dinner, um, I somehow uh, found myself commenting on the meat in the spaghetti. And I said, babe, is there anything different about this? And she goes, no, it's the same meat, same sauce, same same noodles and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, she, she somehow or another, I decided since I had said that, I was going to play a joke on my daughter. And so my mind just goes, Pew. And uh, so I said uh, something to the effect of, uh, I told you not to use rat meat in, in the spaghetti. <laughs> and I said it just so barely, so Jenna could barely overhear the syllables of rat meat, you know. And uh, I hear Jenna go, what? And I ignore her. And, and Jen plays along. She goes, I know, but it's it's got protein and stuff. And and so Jenna's like, okay, for real. Jenna's, Jenna's no nonsense. <laughs> she, she loves playing a joke, but she's also very gullible. And you'd think she wouldn't be having me for dad, but she is. Dad, for real, tell me. Just tell me now. It, do people eat rats? She's six years old. <laughs> or yeah, yeah. Yeah, she is. So, uh, But very gullible. She gets that from her mom. Thank God, because she married me, and that's gullibility. Um, uh, that's right, blessed be. Uh, anyway, so my mind is scrambled. Um, because it was rat meat. Okay, yeah, it was rat meat. Well, anyway, she says, "Tell me now, is it rat meat or not?" And I'm like, "Yes." And she goes, "That's nasty." And my son, without missing a beat, turns to her and says, "It's not nasty. It's yum." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, <laughs> she looks in horror at her three-year-old brother, and he's nodding his head like, yeah. I said, dude, how many did you eat? How many rats did you eat today? And he goes, he looks down his fingers. He goes, one, two, three, <laughs> in his little boy voice. But I think it's ridiculous when adults try to do little boy voices, so I'll just stay you know, in check with my own voice. He, does, he says, I ate three. I said, man, they are so good. Did you have them on a stick or what? He goes, on a stick. On a stick, dad. I had them on a stick. So uh, Jenna's freaking out. I said, and I just turned to Jen, and I'm like, uh, baby, I think there's hair in this. And Jen says, okay, that's it. That's enough. I'm getting sick. Because <laughs> my daughter, I looked over. <laughs> she's white as a sheet. She's sitting up on her toes in the seat, you know, just stretched out like a cartoon character that just saw, you know, a, a death character or something. Yeah, exactly. And – uh and my son was willing to take it as far as I wanted him to. It was awesome. But that, that wonderful moment where she says, that's nasty. And he goes, no, it's not. It's yum. <laughs> it's yum. That's awesome. It's so there's my boy, Rat. three years old. He's going to be a mess. Uh, You're going to have your hands full. Dude, I mean, you've already got already your hands do. full. But it's just going to be worse and worse. So Dunder got my back. I should write a song about that. Dunder got my back. So Got my back. Yay! All right, so what happened in your life this week? Oh, my goodness. Man, I think the most eventful thing that happened to me, and it's not all really that funny, but it's fun, mm-hmm. is tr- you know, going on a road trip is, is fun, okay? I, I don't know. I like doing it. I used to... Even with the children. Four hours away. Well, <laughs> that's where it gets funny, I suppose. <laughs> you see, to, to make this trip a little bit more exciting and a little bit more... Um, bearable. Uh-huh. We decided to stop every two hours. Oh, and so the the first stop for us was in a little place called Unadilla, Georgia. I don't know if it's, no, if it's Unadilla or Unadilla. It's Unadalia. You know, oh, Dalia, Unadalia. Yeah, everything's oh, Vidalia sorry, or Unadalia. Yeah, it's only it's one. North it's only East one Dalia though. Okay, there's a, yeah, it's not the Vida yet. It's Can I just add something yet. real quick? Today, at, when I was eating lunch, somebody said PS3 very fast, and it sounded like he said PS3. So anyway, go ahead. Oh, my goodness. And so That's for the rest of the day. So random. Now I want to say <laughs> PS3 really fast all the time now because I don't like that word, but I like I said PS3. PS3. <laughs> PS3. Do you have a PS3? <laughs> so anyway, go. Yeah, even. <laughs> uh, well, I have to tell you, Una... D- Dahlia yeah. is 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 a, is a very interesting. It's a home to Armadalias. Yeah. We got just right off the exit because I thought, okay, well, this will be a nice place to stop. I thought they'd have like a restroom. There's nowhere in Georgia like other than Atlanta that's nice to stop. But go ahead. Yeah, well, you're right. But um, we 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 were we we found a Piggly Wiggly to go to the bathroom <laughs> in. 
gosh. And and you know, piggly wigglies are. I think they're like unique to the South, at yeah. least to – I don't know of any of them in Florida. My step-grandma but, used to um, call them piggy wigs. Piggy wigs. My, my step-grandma used to call them hoggly woggly, <laughs> but um, that's – It's Georgia for I don't you. know why. That's Georgia. Um, but so, you know, it's always awkward to take kids to the bathroom, especially boys because they just want to play with everything in the bathroom. And in this bathroom, you know, when you walk into it, it's like – it's not really a – uh, an employee bathroom, but it was a, a customer bathroom, mm-hmm. and it it was just really scary. You know, there's like things hanging off the wall, and yeah. Was there a really layer? Off- was there a layer of congealed pee gel on the toilets? There may have been. There may have been. Mm. And so you know, with boys especially, you're like, don't get too close don't to the toilet. It. Don't put it on the dang you porcelain. Know, he's all gonna wanna. <laughs> it was. It was. It was kind of scary mm-hmm. it was it, it, i can't say that it was funny but um but we did tip the guy in the bathroom you pushed and, him uh, over pee- for what oh well, you know <laughs> the, the pee guy you gotta hey i hate, the I hate guy. those guys i hate them i never go i can never go <laughs> i just paid two pounds for not going pee <laughs> <laughs> thank you it crowd reference sorry yes Oh, have a show without it. No. But, you know, traveling with kids is fun. We did stop every two hours. It did go make a little faster, but I don't know. I'm not going to stop in See, Una Dalia my, again. We, we went on a trip to Dangham, like North Carolina, when my wife was breastfeeding uh, my child huh? and oh, having to pull over in random places and uh, – <laughs> And find a place to do that, and then I'm feeling all protective because suddenly I'm there, so I've got to guard her, her, uh, her daggum privacy and all this. And I was just <laughs> looking everywhere, you know, because Lord knows when I was a kid and I saw somebody, I was like, mm, I was peeking. I'll be honest with you. When I was 16, I sick, 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 sick. But I was like, this is the closest chance I'll ever get, and Jesus could come back any day, and I will never have seen a booby. So. <laughs> That's the curse of the church kid right there. Jesus is coming, and I will never get lucky. Please, Lord, wait until after I've at least kissed a girl one time, and I liked it. I used to pray that prayer. Dude, everybody does. But anyway, um, anyhow, so uh, yeah, yeah, that's you You're guarding your wife's privacy. I was. So, you know. Mm. Good for you. I'd throw myself over her, just you know, like like I was if some trucker was coming by or something. So just throw myself <laughs> like a like a grenade, you know, like a person covering for a grenade. Like my son's head was a grenade. But uh, uh, I don't hmm. know. I don't know. Yeah, well I, I I I can relate with you on that. Good. Good deal. Uh That's hey, funny. today's episode is dedicated to translating web design. It is the answer to all your web design and strategy, graphic arts, and translating needs. We guarantee that you will receive graphic and web design work by professionals, and their translators will be uh, the translations will be completed by native speakers. So they're all um, natives. Weird. Anyway, uh, wow. they're, they're native speakers who strive for professionalism and excellence. Use the promo code NLCast for a fifteen percent discount off any service check them out today translatingwebdesign.net that's all one word translatingwebdesign.net and uh i in the chat room today we have 24 people in here right now it's crazy it's a new new world record we got account father brown eyes uh captain narthex dr quest d weigert d yogurt somebody j man uh canality carrillo norwegian girl pay me punk p band j show power mom Hey, Power Mom's back. Terminator, Scribbles, Saran Nut, and uh, the Batman Freak Vampire, Blizzards, Bees, and the Girl Who Lived. Hey, it's uh, the Girl Who Lived. So anyway, a lot of folks, a lot of anonymous <laughs> people. Good. You can join us every Monday night, 9.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, right there at nlcast.com slash live. We'd love to have you. It's a whole different experience, and um, you might want to piss three. So. <laughs> PS3 in your pants. <sighs> this episode is also brought to you by GoToMeeting. Online meetings are a great tool for businesses to work smarter. That's why I highly recommend GoToMeeting by Citrix, the easiest, most reliable online meeting service available today. You can join meetings in seconds without technical headaches, and that's worth the price right there. It's so easy to set up and schedule your secure meetings with just a click, and you can hold as many meetings as you want for low 
a one low flat rate plus voice over IP and toll-free audio conferencing are included. And that is the best part to me. GoToMeeting, you can do everything from sales calls to project meetings right from your desk. You can explain things without having to explain things, if you know what I mean. GoToMeeting makes your meetings more cost and time efficient, which is better for business. Here is the thing. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 30 days. That's a month of unlimited online meetings for free. Here's what you do. GoToMeeting.com. Click on Try It Free and enter promo code PODCAST. That's GoToMeeting.com, promo code PODCAST. Check it out today and tell them NLCast sent you. Okay? That'd be awesome. Let's do a little bit of this. Uh, I got kicked in the junk. It's time for some news. <laughs> I'm just randomly playing stuff. It doesn't even matter. Um. I just want to mention again real quick our uh, iPhone app and Android app available in the respective uh, marketplaces. So check them out. You can get extra content every single week, and it's worth the price, and it's awesome. Um, And then also, if you haven't done it yet, please go over to my personal website or my blog, one of many. It's called uh, you'remockingmearen'tyou.com. It is a daily um, Buzz Lightyear fan art site. I'm posting one piece of Buzz Lightyear art every single day for a year. And today's, I'm very proud of, it is a USB 4-gig hard drive that I converted into Buzz Lightyear's detached arm from Toy Story 1. Yeah. Sweet. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Not today, no. <gasps> I've been out all day. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've been driving. Okay. I'm going right now. Yeah. But anyway, it's pretty cool. I was and in his, Claremont. His hand comes off. And it even bends at the elbow. Look at that, people in the chat room. Wicked. Daggum, daggum. So anyway, check it out. Yeah, a lot of people are saying, you know, I didn't think I'd be into it if I wasn't into buzz, but I love it. I do stuff in the in different styles, using different mediums, trying to shake it up, do something original. Matter of fact, tomorrow I'll give you a little preview since you listen to the podcast. I am starting a three-day series. I've made an original uh, Buzz Lightyear as a Pokemon. We'll have three different evolutions, one every day, Whoa. and uh, for the next three days. So that comes out tomorrow, along with this show. So check it out today at draw draw your picture. Um, you're mocking me, aren't you? Dot com. You're mocking me, aren't you? Yeah, I am. It's awesome. Wow. All right, cool. Let's do uh, a little bit of this. Okay. It's time for that's us to... That's the sound bite that gets me going right That there. is. That's the one. That's the makes you want to shoot people. Um, random word stories yeah. uh, is today's <laughs> segment. We're randomizing it again, and we're going to pick random words from a random word generator that we found online, just like we did back on, uh, what, January, February 7th, I believe. So... Whoa, so long ago. We're going to mention random words and try to think of stories that come to mind because of these random words. It worked out pretty good last okay. time. Let's see if it works out this time. Our first word is cigarette. John, does anything oh, come to mind because of cigarette? I've got one. What? But you go first. Kind of, yeah. Okay, okay, I will. Uh, and it's it's really just kind of gross, but that's a lot of my stories anyway. Yeah, yeah. When I was a kid, I had an uncle that smoked. And, you know, I always wondered what it was going to be all about. So me and my cousins decided we'd try it. And, you know, we were, we were pretty young and, uh, and uh, I don't know, maybe 10, maybe, uh-huh. maybe a little older, but ridiculous for my age, for, you know, that age for anybody to be smoking anyways. So we, we, we found a couple cigarettes and, um, and we, we tried lighting them up and, uh, they, they didn't light so well. And, uh, that was because they were off the ground and uh. maybe a little bit <laughs> wet. <laughs> And maybe there wasn't any tobacco left in them. I don't know. We might have been just trying to smoke the butt. Uh, yeah, if the filter has and, a brown uh, spot in the center, it's used. <laughs> it's, it's used. Yeah, that uh, – Suck the that, tar that out was, of it. Uh, <laughs> it, was, it was just chew easy. it like gum. It may have still been a little warm. I don't know. <laughs> but we would we would walk up and down the street looking for him because, you know, we couldn't take him out of his – No. My cousin's They got them dad's jokers counted, stash. man. Yeah. Cigarettes missing. What? I don't know how that happened. Well, I experimented with smoking, too. but um, Did you now? Yeah, but I never had access to cigarettes, so I had to get creative. (laughs) 
So I didn't Uh-oh. know what cigarettes were about. I mean, my grandmother smoked, but it just stunk, and I never examined one. I never knew what was in it. So I decided I was going to make my own <laughs> out of newsprint, <laughs> newspaper from the kindling pile of our living room uh, fireplace. So I, I rolled up this what, what I now know to be a giant newspaper doobie, okay? <laughs> and I lit the end Nothing of it. on the inside? It was hollow in the side, yeah. Oh, my goodness. And it was just this tube of paper pinched off at each end. And I took, you know, those, those extendo lighters that you light, you know, gas stoves yeah. with and stuff. So I reached to the end of it with my short little arm and this long lighter. And I click, click, click and lit the sucker. And I took a breath. Oh my gosh. I, I felt it all the way down to the inside of my toe skin. All the way down. It like hollowed me out. And I, I wasn't, I, you know, I'd seen it on movies where the kids choke in the smoke. And I was like, okay, this is the legitimate experience that I'm craving here. Because I'm supposed to, it's supposed to burn. It's supposed to make me talk like this. Okay, so. I'm going to take another puff, but I have to hurry because unlike a real cigarette, this sucker is going to town. <laughs> it is burning fast. Yeah, it's like it's like flame on. Cigarettes are expensive, <laughs> and this is why, because they don't last very long. So I took a big whiff, and I swear to you, on, on, my, on a stack of everything that's holy, um, I sucked fire right into my face. Yes. It went down and licked the inside of my esophagus. And um, I didn't have a cold for 14 years after that. Um, <laughs> I did it's talk like Cancer Man from X-Files, but that's okay. Um, Mom, dude. get me some water. Well, you know, every boy goes through that phase where they want to play with fire. You know, like. Oh, my goodness. Like, I, never, I never stopped that phase. Oh, I, I did because I burned myself like silly and I sucked fire into my body. <laughs> So, nice. Yeah. All, all my yeah, I remember trying to my epigalitis, my epigalitis, my hangy downy in the back of my throat. It's singed. It looks like a raisin back there. <laughs> a crazen. Cuz it's uvula? still red. Yeah. Is that what it is? I call it my little hangy downy. I think that's I probably a technical shouldn't. term. Yeah. The hangy da- oh yeah you know you yeah. could <laughs> my hangy down he's really hurting <laughs> it looks like a raisin a crazin hey will you look at my hangy downy remember please? when we used to be a clean show but anyway go ahead John uh, oh <laughs> is that all you have for cigarettes <laughs> yeah that's all I okay good cigarettes I- okay oh. um uh, the word feature was the next uh, random word generated feature feature. feature. I figure it could be like a movie feature, a feature on a product. Um, oh, well, that word made me think of something. Okay. That's what it is. When I was a kid, because the word feature made me think of being featured in like a play or something. Okay. And when I was in third grade, I may have told this already because it, it's one of my pass out stories. But when I was in third grade, um, I was I was a shepherd in a Christmas play at school. And um, we were, you know, we had practices every week. And I'm, I'm one of those sympathy fainters. If I see somebody else faint, there's a good chance that I might too. <laughs> At least that's the way I used to be. Well, this one girl was sitting up on the, the like the, the choir loft, and uh, I don't know what, I don't, I don't know how or why, but she passed out and fell down <laughs> the thing, and I saw it. I was like, oh. This isn't good. I mean, fortunately, it wasn't the production, but I was standing there, and I, I think I probably was about to have to deliver some lines, and I walked up to where I had to deliver my lines, and I just passed out <laughs> on the floor. I woke up. I was laying on a pew looking up at the ceiling. I was like, what is going on here? People, then, mis- you know, people was- misinterpreted. They think revivals hit. They're like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> glory to God. Oh, no, no, this is old Baptist school, so that oh. stuff didn't happen there. So they're casting <laughs> they demons out of you then. They would have got rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't follow through on my my uh, shepherd role that year because I was too scared to go back up on stage. That's funny. But yeah, mm, feature, nice. I don't have anything. You'd think I would, but 
song. Yeah, I don't have anything for that word. What about the word gate? Gate. Gate. Oh, man. I think I've got something. Yeah. You go ahead. Okay. I might have something. All right. I used to live in a little town called Yuli, Florida, and we lived on three and a half acres of land, half of which was clear. The other half was untouched virgin woodlands. And, man, we had a lot of fun out there. But uh, just like every um, you know stretch of land out there, everything was fenced. You know, chain link fence, big uh, two two uh, two section gate that had to be opened every single time we needed to get into our own house and closed. So you know the the, the ritual would be they would stop. One of us would have to get out, open the gates. The uh, car would pull through, and then we would close the gates. And then half the time, I, I always hated this, and I just recall this, and now I have to go to counseling. Half the time, they would just keep driving and leave your sorry butt there to walk up the quarter mile to the house. It wasn't a quarter Good mile, night. but it felt like it. That it. it was a long ways yeah, back in at there. night. It's glowing eyes. So, at um, so one day, I don't know quite know how this happened, but you know, we've talked about the logic of middle schoolers and the way things go down. And this was somewhere between the magical ages of uh, grades of fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, and. Um, I go to I go to uh, hurry up and 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 jump and and put this latch together because it was the two part gate one that has the little L bracket thing that goes down in the ground and then the other one that has the little U shaped thing that goes and you know you you've seen a gate connects to the other yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right the so I gate. I slam down the little angle thing I, I just close down the thing and I go to turn and I realize something has gone horribly wrong with my little business um, somehow the crotch of my pants has become intertwined with the inner workings of this gate fixture <laughs> clasp thing. And I don't know how it happened, what? but I remember I was kind of hanging there on my tiptoes. Oh. And um, I looked around, and, of course, they had chosen to drive off. So I see these taillights, and I'm hanging there. And I don't remember many more details than that. I, I don't think I passed out. I don't think that, that I was hung there forever. <laughs> and I don't think it hurt. But there is that moment. You know, how many times have you been cut? Or hurt, and you check it out for a minute, and you're like, ooh, this is gross. And then the pain sets in a few seconds later. Yeah. I was waiting yeah. for that. I was like, did I take care of everything? You know, have, have I – something missing. Have I euthanized? Um, is my hangy-downy thing still there? <laughs> <laughs> did I guillotine, you know, McGilla Gorilla? I don't know. So anyway, so there it is. Uh, that That's what a gate did to me. And uh, it's uh, – I didn't scream. You know, there's some things you just can't scream at. That takes your breath away. Take my breath away. So, I love that song. I, I still get nervous around gates. Even, even you know, with podcasting equipment, there's something called a gate limiter. And I just stay away from it. Stay away from my, my little Keep business. Hanging down anything away from there. That's right. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> do you have a gate story? Uh, not really. I, I got caught on some barbed wire once, but you know that's not that's not worth telling. <laughs> the only thing, the only other thing I remember, and it's not even a story or it's just a memory. I remember years ago watching sliders um, in a in a coin operated laundry mat when Jen was in college, and uh, it was the episode where they finally made it back for just a second to their real life, and they checked oh, the gate to see if it creaked, and he says this thing has always creaked ever since I was a child. And he checks it. It doesn't creak. They jump back in, and his dad pops out of the front door as soon as they're gone and says, I finally fixed the gate. So, Oh. Oh, I know. It was like a Twilight Zone moment. That was a pretty good show. It was no Quantum Leap. I vaguely remember it. it Yeah. It came out about the same time, though, right? Mm, No, it was later. Quantum Leap was a little after? Okay. Quantum Leap was before. Yeah. That was a good show. It was all good. I don't know. All right. The next word is shopping. Ooh, shopping. Yeah. That, that makes me think of shoplifting, Uh-oh. which I do have a story for. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, when I was – I remember it clearly. It was a Winn-Dixie that's just down the street from where I am right now. Actually, it's not a Winn-Dixie anymore. It's something else. But anyways, I wanted so bad some Kool-Aid. <laughs> I had gone shopping with my mom and my grandma we were going through this store, and I wanted some Kool-Aid, and I held up the packet. It was only like five cents or yeah. three cents or whatever. I held it up. I said, Mom, can we bring this home? And the she tw- said, that's no. That's the child equivalent to a dime bag. You just you feel like a junkie. <laughs> yes. 
It was lime Kool-Aid, too. It was green. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, please, it's green Kool-Aid. I was five. And, uh, and, and she said, no, we don't need that. And so, so I was, I was going to be smart, and I was going to throw it on the conveyor belt when she wasn't looking, so I stuck it in my back pocket. Mm. I used to try and that with Fruit Stripes gum. <laughs> yeah, now that's right near the register, so you can't, you know, mm-hmm. forget. You can just like grab it and throw it on. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna, I was gonna take that and I was gonna throw it on there. Well, I forgot it was in my pocket, <gasps> and then I, I forgot until we got home. I was like, oh, I just stole this. So you know, my little mind was thinking, I, I'm a thief. I feel really bad for this. I gotta, I, <laughs> I gotta, gotta dress up like a clown and go apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Jerk. <laughs> no. Well, I, I had to get rid of it, and I thought, well, I'm going to make it. I'm going to go ahead and drink it because, I mean, I stole it. I might as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm five years old. This logic works. <laughs> I know yeah. all the components of Kool-Aid. Yeah, I didn't know it, and you needed sugar. It's so color and water and, I, and this. Yeah, I poured it in my mouth and <laughs> tried to mix it in the sink. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is awful. That's like drinking battery acid, dude. <laughs> it was nasty. My mouth is all green. I'm going, <laughs> my grandma walks by and she totally ratted me out and I got a spanking for it. <laughs> but uh, that, that's the only thing I ever stole. Oh, man. That's funny. I learned early in life. Don't drink green Kool-Aid. Dude, yeah, that's a good, that's a good uh, advice in general. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, people. Just uh, think for yourself. So. Especially if you tried feeling it. Yeah. All right. Mine's not nearly that great, but um, one is <laughs> so embarrassing because I was a young, young lad. Uh, me and Jen were still dating at the time, but uh, I just had a stupid moment where I thought I was really good at doing an Australian accent. <laughs> no. <way. laughs> Gosh. What did you do? I bought a pair of shoes and I did an Australian accent the entire time to this salesman. And I know he knew I was faking it. But by the time I realized, I couldn't stop. And he kept picking at me and asking me questions about my homeland and and trying to find out all about it and catching me in the lie. And I got deeper and deeper and I couldn't stop. And my wife, my future wife just kept backing away and backing away, shaking her head. She was so embarrassed of me. I could have lost her right there forever. My children would have never been born because I thought I knew how to talk like freaking Doc, whatever, Doc Brenton. No, what's his <laughs> Nick name? Nick Dundee. Yeah, thank you. Save. Oh, oh so dumb. I, I made oh. up this story because I've always been a pretty good liar about how I was adopted <laughs> By American parents, but raised in Australia. And so that might explain why my accent was a little off. <laughs> so dumb. I would have loved oh. to have been a fly on the wall. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed even now. My was, name is James. I was James, and this is I'm going to buy a pair of shoes. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, yeah, put a put a few shoes on the Barbie. It wasn't even that good. That's terrible. And it wasn't. That's right. I've seen it a couple times. It's going to be awesome, mate. All right. Yeah. So anyway, oh, what kind of shoes were they? So probably Eastlands, (laughs) Docksiders, or some stupid mess on their way out. Anyway, they were fake Skechers. (laughs) (laughs) Fetchers. Sorry. (sighs) <sighs> it's terrible. Anyway, all right. Uh, shopping. Um, what about the word pure? Pure? Yeah. Pure. Mm. I don't know. You go ahead first. I'm like, okay. My mom was a big fan of white pants. I don't know why. I think I've t- told the story of the white Bugle Boy jeans that I had to wear in middle school one time. And, yes. And they Different were they were borrowed. Inside. Yeah. And the and the friend knew that they were his and called me on it. Well, this one was way before that. I was like eight or nine years old. And they were white church pants, slacks, mm. if you will. And uh, my mom was like, you know, when you wear white, I don't know why anybody makes clothes for boys that are white. <laughs> it yes. doesn't make sense. Um, not even yeah, underwear should be white at the, any age for a man anyway. I don't know what that was about either. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, my, my life has been 100% happier since I have found the wonder of striped and textured and colored 
uh, under skivs. Okay, because <laughs> just I'll just Textured? say I'll just say one word: camouflage. Okay. Oh yeah. So anyway, um, I had white pants, and my mom, you know, goes insane every time you know I'm wearing anything like that. Don't mess up your clothes. If you mess up your clothes, I will chop off your feet and feed them to you. You know, just some terrible threat that makes me, you know, not even want anything to do with white pants, God, or anything white, you know, even including my own skin. So um, we went to a church that was like a hippie church or something for a while, and it was out in the woods. And um, so there was all this bamboo out there. I don't know if it was bamboo or kudzu or what, but we used to go running around in it, and it was wet and muddy back there. I was being so careful. And I fell, and my knees went in the only mud hole within a mile and I I just sat there and, and I got up, I looked down and I got these two perfect, you know, dark spots on my knees and I just start crying. I sat down on a stump and I would not come out. And the wonderful place about where we were, there was so much bamboo, none of the adults could like wiggle their way through. And so my parents kept sending messengers. If you don't come out, they said they're going to kill you and kill one of your sisters. And I couldn't do it because the odds kept getting worse and worse before I was just in trouble for the pants, which was an accident, which didn't matter in my house. You, you were punished no matter what. But now I was in trouble for not coming out, you know, and it just kept getting worse and worse. Mm. And every child, you know, that was sent in. Uh, had a worse and worse story. And finally, um, a machete made its way through the uh, through the field or something split the things. And my stepdad came and dragged me out. And I don't remember much after that. But I do remember. Um, oh, man. I do remember falling in that mud hole. So uh, mamas, don't let your babies grow up to wear white pants. No, no, ever. Ever. No, no boy should ever own a pair of white pants. I'm sorry. I don't care what it's like in the future, Mm-mm. and everybody's supposed to be wearing shiny white clothes. Never put white clothes on a boy. No. Because we can't it's handle bad it. news. Can't handle it. Yeah, because I had, no. I had uh, mud stains on my knees and blood stains on my butt you know, after that whooping. So it just, it's never going to come out. You know, I don't care how much spray and wash you put on there. All right, the next <laughs> word. Oh, did you have a pure story? Sorry. No, okay. no, I can't think of anything that would even come close to that. Uh, let me see what time it is. We got to hurry. Uh, what about uh, restrictive? <laughs> restrictive? Oh my gosh. That word just stands on its own. Uh, okay. Thinking. Okay, here's mine. I got to do Thinking. it quick. You got one. You remember back okay. when I had my, my man operation where I couldn't have babies anymore? Yeah, okay. yeah, I remember that story. Um, it's I, the rocks, just in case anybody yeah, is interested. Go back in the in the uh, annals of uh, the uh, the depths of the, the. That's a great story, by the way. It's a terrible story, but it continues. This is the untold part. Okay, <laughs> speaking of restrictive, um, I had to I had to preach because I'm a kids pastor. I had to preach like within two days after that operation, and it didn't matter what was going on. I thought I was going to be fine. I'd, it was too late to book anybody by the time I realized I wasn't going to be. So I had to make arrangements. And short of using duct tape to keep everything in place, I decided to wear a cup. Okay? <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I thought it made sense. You know, it protects your business. It, 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 it should keep everything okay. in place as well because if it's not in place, how is it going to be protected? So the logic was sound. The only problem is something happened during one of the songs because we do motions, you know, and we're jumping and jiving. And, and I'm just going to say three little words, and then I'm going to not finish the story. They came out. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, my gosh. And it was, it was Hades on Earth for the next hour because I'm in front of 150 kids, 300 kids, something like that. I couldn't, I couldn't fix anything. The stitches were there. There were problems. So there you go. Oh, 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 oh. That's probably why it took me a lot longer to heal than some people. So, anyway. I, well, I have, a, I have a story that happened actually just today. Oh, that gosh. Will, that will kind of go along with that. It, not really, though. You know, being a dad is a wonderful thing. And when you have a, a one-and-a-half-year-old, you never know what you're going to get. And I was trying to be a good, sweet dad. We went to Olive Garden, and we were going to have a nice meal together. And, and um and I was just loving my children. And I, I picked my son up who didn't necessarily want to be picked up. He's one and a half. I picked him up and he starts kicking his legs. Oh. You know, I'm trying to be all, hey, this is my son. And I'm going to pick him up and take him to the table. And, um, yeah, he nailed me. 
and uh, that has nothing to do with restrictive. <laughs> but the pain that you probably experienced during your story is is almost similar uh. to what I felt. But man, he got me good, and uh, that little foot kept kicking, oh. and I just had to sit down and put the boy down. I'll be okay. Just go. I'm, go. The, I'm the perfect dad. Don't worry. I'm still good. Major D. Oh, do you need some help? No, I don't need anything. Just go. Give me some ice and some hot towels. <laughs> and a breadstick because I'm hungry. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, we got a couple more. Frilly. Frilly. The word frilly. Frilly? Yeah. Anything? Frilly. My mom uh, tried to get me to go to gymnastics one time with my sisters, and I didn't go because I was afraid I was going to have to wear one of the costumes that they wore at the end of the year with mm. the, the little leotard, unitard thing. Oh, yeah, the little tutu. With all the sequins and frills. So there's my story. Oh, I can't believe my mom wanted me to go to gymnastics. Oh, I was already being raised in a house with no father and three girls. Why don't you go ahead and just go ahead and just do that? That's great. They came out. <laughs> Dude, I ain't coming out. I ain't, ain't nothing to come out to. Heartbreaking. The Man. word heartbreaking. <laughs> Every story John has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, girls I ever dated. Except for you. Except for you. You girl who dumped me. I don't even remember her name. Uh, heartbreak. I, um, I, I, yeah, any heartbreak story you have is, is going to be you know, like terribly depressing, but I do have one. <laughs> Um, we had a pool in the backyard and, uh, it was an above ground pool and, um, Mitch yeah. Hedberg has a lot to say about above ground pools, but, um, we had a little ladder and what we would try to do is we would try to pray being church kids and we would pray really hard and we'd say, God, God, if you are real, God, if we can make any deals at all, I, I just believe, I believe, I believe I'll walk on water. <laughs> <laughs> And we would take a step off, and every single time, we'd go under. And and but we'd talk to each other and try to build each other's most holy faith. And we'd be like, <laughs> "I think I saw you stay up for just a second. I know I felt that. I felt it. <laughs> it looked like you were almost walking over. Yeah, I think I took two steps. Did I take two steps? Maybe one and a half. Okay, okay, okay. You need more faith. You need more faith." And um, so we did that. I mean, for hours, we'd sit there over and over, and we was like, okay, the next one, the next one, the next one. And it I've didn't work out. i got more faith now. I can do it. <laughs> I can do this. And uh, so we come home from church one day, and uh, there was a giant pine tree that had crushed our pool. So that's oh. kind of God's way of going, don't jack around with this stuff. I'll show you your faith. <laughs> Here's <laughs> a pine tree. What is your god compared to this? Sorry, Witch's Invitation, oh, Carmen, 1989. So Nice! Uh. <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> no, I, I don't know if I've got anything for heartbreaking. Okay, good. Let's uh we got uh ten minutes. Sorry. We're we're okay. I, I want to get some other people's stuff in here. So uh but let's yeah. move on. We got a few more words, but we'll save it for next time. Hey, uh, let's let's play some of your stories and read them and stuff like that, okay? That'd be awesome. Uh, Carrillo in the chat room says, John's clown suit was surely a frilly I, uh, item. <laughs> and so. heartbreaking. I could have included two stories. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, this is from Luke, Stroke of Luke on Twitter. Hey, guys, it's Luke. First time writing in to you guys. It was a last-minute decision. Thought I'd share a funny story, and it's something probably John would appreciate. Here goes. Last night, I was washing the dishes so I could hurry up and watch WWE. It, he, he says it's it's a man's soap opera with my boy. So while I was washing, my three-year-old daughter kept coming up and asking for a cookie since we just finished dinner. And I told her I was washing dishes. You had to leave me alone. But she kept right on asking, and my answer was the same. Well, Seems the amazing pasta, which we devoured earlier, was starting to do its job on my stomach and started bubbling, and I got a feeling down blue, and uh, my daughter was on her way back. She grabbed my pants leg and pulled, and about that time, <laughs> I let her rip. It actually came out stronger than I expected, and as I looked down, right when I did it, I saw my daughter jump back three steps. I saw it actually scared her, startled her. Started laughing and I noticed she was scared and it must have made her angry. She's like her mom. <laughs> so at, at the top of her lungs, with a pouty face, she screams, "Daddy, 
I did not like that one. I did not like it. <laughs> I do not like green eggs and ham. Because <laughs> that's what it smelled like. She crossed her arms and walked away while mumbling, I did not like it, Daddy. So I do not like you anymore, Daddy. I do not like it, it with a fox, green. not with a box, not with a fish, not with a dish. I had to compose myself before finishing the dishes, but hopefully this one was funnier for you guys. Even if it doesn't make the show, I hope it makes you guys laugh. Keep up the good work. Really enjoy all the shows, even the past ones, as they keep my shoulders bouncing at work. Wow. That's another rap song. Shoulders bounce, bounce. Anyway, peace. That was from Luke. <laughs> Thanks, Luke. Hey, NLCast, here's a short story for you. Do you remember back in the day when HP laser printers that you could find in a typical office had the one to two lines of LCD text? That would give you the printer status? Yes, I do, but I disagree. There's got to be a timeline or a limit on when you can say back in the day. Because that was like 1990-something, 94, 95. It's a laser printer. If you're talking dot matrix, if you're talking about – when I worked, the printers that they used were as big as a suitcase and had to be enclosed in egg foam crating because it was so loud in the office when they used it. Printing off reports. <laughs> yes. I used to print my term papers off in college on oh. one of those and wake all my roommates up. They'd be like, come on, man. Yeah, so that's back in the day. Not this little. You know, so anyway. Okay, point is well, one day I was reading through a printer manual and I stumbled across how to embed code into a print job that lets you send a custom message to the printer for it to display. This story just got cooler. Many lazy afternoons were spent watching people get all worked up trying to fix a perfectly fine printer after I had commanded it to display a phony message such as load letter or paper jam. (laughs) He's a punk. That's my favorite song from uh, from back in the day, paper jam. One day, there was this kid. I had a I had a bright idea to make the printer in the manufacturing plant across the street say "Calibrate Laser." <laughs> oh, no. That just crosses the line. That was my undoing. Several hours later, I got a call from my boss into his cube, and I was told by my by my head shaking but smiling from ear to ear boss to knock it off. She didn't even say what it was about <laughs> or ask if I had anything to do with it. She just knew it was me. Keep up the good work on the podcast. Read this email on the air, and I'll send you an even better one. Thanks, Aaron. Aaron, we did, so now you owe us. Right, Aaron. <sighs> hey, Go James ahead. and John. Anyways, my two friends are both diabetics. The end. No. And I was invited... <laughs> Sorry. Um, I was invited to go to this camp with them for a week called Camp Hot Shots. Hey, I get it. Wait, I don't. Hold on. Diabetics, shots, hot shots. Anyway. Oh, man. It was a great experience and all, but we shared a cabin with a girl named Braylon. Boy, you know when somebody's named Braylon. No offense, Braylon. But uh, anyway. Uh, like she was making making books for blind people. Something. What oh. you doing? I'm brailing. Brailing. <laughs> Get it? Because braille is what blind people read. <laughs> Isn't that right? Yeah, braille. Okay. Not okay. braille. I'm sorry if that offended anybody. That they can't hear us anyway. He was kind of. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, <laughs> she was kind of over friendly because she was very sheltered by her parents. Don't you love those guys? She walked up to my friends, Leslie, Kaylin, and I, and said, Hi, I'm Braylon, and I want to be your friend. When in doubt, add a random emotion and a squeak. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. She turned towards me suddenly and said, Squeak! And started laughing wow. and gave me a huge smile. See, that's how I always imagined the female Joker would be. Right there. <laughs> when in doubt. Add a smile. <laughs> so anyway. And a random sound. <laughs> squeak. You know how I got these scars? <laughs> Later in the week, she started randomly walking up to my little friend, Leslie, who's slightly younger than the rest of us. She would shriek out, so adorable. And she'd do the thing where you squeeze her cheeks and move them back and forth like a grandma. It was hilarious. It was an experience that we eventually just tried to ignore, but there wasn't exactly a way to avoid her. Haha, ha, thanks for reading, Kaylee Joy. <laughs> I know the camp was called Hot Shots, but it sounds like somebody else was doing Jello shots. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> oh, man. Man, that would still be me because whenever I get around people that I've never met before and, and I, 
I feel like I need to, you know, be friendly and stuff, I do stupid crap, <laughs> and it always embarrasses me. <laughs> I, 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 I do I that, with- and then I'll then I'll on the way home, I'll just beat the crap out of myself. Like, why did I say that? I'm such an yeah, idiot. I do that too. <laughs> what was I thinking? Uh, They're gonna think I'm stupid. Uh, I am stupid. I am. I need to do a podcast now. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do some jello shots. <laughs> going to camp <laughs> hot shot. Uh, Dean says I debated momentarily whether or not to try and explain this to you, so I just figured it was a good teachable moment. Oh wait, I started reading a story in the wrong spot. Let's see what Whoa. it really said. I was driving home from work the other day, and I saw my daughter coming up from the park, obviously headed home. Long hair, glasses, favorite green coat. That was her. I stopped, honked, smiled, waved for her to come over to the car, and I'd give her a ride home. The girl that I just realized was not my daughter stopped, turned around, and started running. <laughs> <laughs> I saw I thought, oh, crap, I'm a creeper guy. <laughs> Boom. Sorry, that was a Minecraft reference. I debated momentarily whether or not to go and try to explain it, but I just figured it was a good teachable moment for the girl of what to do when an <laughs> idiot stranger tries to pick you up. And it was a nice story for you guys. Thanks for doing what you do, Dean. Yeah. Thanks, Dean. That That's is, a good story. That is not something you want to do. Start driving. Honey, slow down. I'm not a pervert. Hey, let me follow you home. Come on now. I'm fine. <laughs> Really? Here, really? Jack. Please, here, let me make it up to you. Yeah, here's some candy and ice cream. Shut up. Don't tell anybody. It'll be our little secret, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just gets worse and worse. That's my life. That'd be way for me. Oh. The other morning, my stepson was getting ready for school. My wife asked him what he wanted to drink in his lunch at school that day. He thought for a moment, and you could tell he wanted to start to say juice, but then mid-sentence switched to yoo-hoo. So at the last second, he blurts out, I want a Juhoo. So I looked at him and I said, is that kosher? So insert rim shot here. Okay, did it. So it was funny to see my stepson pull a Brian Regan. Hope to have more stories for you guys later. Thanks, Dr. Louie. Excellent. I want, I want a Juhoo. I want the Juhoo. You know, that was a terrible accent of any kind. Anyway. Joho. <laughs> want a, a Joho. Was it in Australian? Uh, I'd like a Joho. I want a Joho. <laughs> I'm going to buy some shows. Oh, Uru. Uh, I miss the rains down in Africa. Anyway, this happened just the other day. My little brother came to my dad's office and asked him to help him find a Wiimote. No, this story actually deserves to be read proper. Um, this happened just the other day. Uh, my, my little brother came t- into my dad's office and told him to he to help him come help me find my Wiimote. He explained he had accidentally thrown it in the air, and it hadn't come back down yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> little brother, um, Dad, I threw the Wiimote in the air and not uh, come down yet. So I waited for I'm a while, but my dude died. I can't play. So after 15 minutes of looking around, my dad finally founds it on one of the blades of the unspinning ceiling fan. <laughs> nice. He told my brother to put on the wrist strap and left. Elizabeth. Thank you, Elizabeth. That's a great one. Way to go. That's awesome. <laughs> what are the chances of that happening? You know? It's only, only once and only to a boy, a stupid kid. Put on the wrist strap, son. Because <laughs> all boys are stupid. So... Excellent. Epic fail and win at the same time. It happens. And that is our show for today. So thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, John, for joining us from your, uh, what, your your dad's house here in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you making that work. Um, You know, you can check us out. The fun can continue. Website's podcast.nlcast.com check out the forums and all that kind of stuff over there email us your comments stories feedback james at nlcast.com or call us 2095nlcast follow us on facebook and twitter facebook.com slash nlcast twitter.com slash nlcast or jay steinklobber at both of those join us for a live show every tuesday night 9 30 
Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Leave us an iTunes review if that's how you found us. And check out all the great NLCast Podcast Network shows that aren't happening right now at NLCast.com. Thanks to our sponsors. Thanks to Rob Gobers for our theme music. Thanks to our spouses for letting us record, our contributors, and GoToMeeting, and everyone else who listens. And thank you, chat room. And remember, when you tell a funny life story for the love, tell it like nobody's listening. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. What, what? It's an aggressive beat. Yeah. Yeah, boy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.